Hello listeners, it's your friendly neighborhood editor here. I have another trigger warning for Supernatural. Uh, We do talk about sexual assault in this episode uh, because it is referenced in the episode of Supernatural. So if you need to sit this one out, by all means do, and we will see you next week. I also wanted to clarify something. Uh, Sarah and I really critique uh, the storyline in this episode, and I just wanted to make sure that it is just the trope and the lazy writing that we're critiquing, uh, not any actual survivors or survivor stories. Um, We just think that it's lazy writing and that it needs to be handled with much more sensitivity than it is in this episode. So without further ado, here we go. I'm just going to do this with my phone and I don't have a script and I'm not going to take notes. It's Monday. The fact that we're both here is miracle i look like uh i'm from i'm from a 90s boy band it's a good look i like it i cannot impress upon you how much i do not have a script (laughs) do you want to take a minute i have an idea we'll see if it pans out welcome back listeners to the show that is fueled Purely by spite. Supernatural, you're so stupid. I am a professional asshole. And this is my very put-upon PR team, Sarah. (laughs) If that doesn't describe our friendship. (laughs) I like that I made you a whole team. I could have just said you're my PR person. You're a one-woman team. (laughs) Sure am. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're doing this late night. After work, we're very tired. And, um, yep. Yep. That's how it's going. That's where we're at. <laughs> Great. Sarah, what are we watching today? <laughs> we're watching episode 15, second to last one of season three. Uh, time is on my side. As time runs out for Dean, Sam convinces him to head to Erie, Pennsylvania to investigate a possible zombie case. Oh, this one is gross. Gross? I remember now. I remember now. It's gross. Awesome. You're gonna love it. So glad I ate before this. (laughs) As I was... (laughs) When Sarah answered the call, I was just, like, sitting here just shoveling Cheez-Its into my mouth. (laughs) That's where I'm at right now. Um, This episode first aired May 8th, 2008. Uh, It was directed by Charles Beeson. And who was the writer, Sarah? Stop it. (laughs) Is it Sarah Gamble? It is Sarah Gamble. And uh, the IMDb rating is 8.4. Oh, wow. 
It's better than last week. I don't know. I I do remember this being slightly better than the one we watched last week, but I don't remember super loving it. Maybe it's because it's gross, and I'm just like... You started our conversation when we got on the call of, I don't like this episode. I mean, I really didn't like the last episode. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) There were a couple parts uh, when I was editing... Where I I laughed. It, what we said made me laugh. I don't I don't know. I don't remember super duper liking this. I don't. I always like lump these two episodes together in my mind. So I, I don't have know. No memory of this. So I was gonna say, I was gonna say as per usual. As per usual. I mean, I sort of remember the season finale, but. Um, you sort of remember the season finale where Dean gets dragged to hell? Well, I mean, remember that part. I don't remember the rest of it. Oh, man. I remember that um, the the bad guy in this episode is... Um, I remember because I was, like, watching a lot of Charmed at the time that this episode originally aired... And he was one of the demons on Charmed. Like, one of the ones that kept coming up for them. So that's neat. I mean, if if you're typecast, go with it. Alright, uh, are you queued up? I am queued up. I'm not. <laughs> then why did you ask me? I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm queer and I don't need to know things. That's where my head is right now. That's fair. Should I take notes? I don't want to take notes. And turn around so we can see your face. Also, there's somebody behind you. <laughs> More importantly, within the story, something's going to kill oh, you. I don't think I I don't think I do know who that is. Now that I got a better look at him. Well, he looks Ooh. familiar to me, so now I gotta look it up. Who wears all white? Uh, they're coming from a spa? Is that what it said? That sign? I couldn't see it. The I mean, all white is bougie for bougie. <laughs> oh, the guy's naked. No, he's got a coat on. I have a coat just like that. <laughs> I don't want to see what happened. Don't make me look at it. <gasps> oh, God. I didn't look. I still feel like they didn't really show anything, but, like, the implication and the sound it made is so gross. That's why my volume's down really low. Oh, they started airing the boys. I've seen a little bit of Oh, Jensen in action as Soldier Boy. Why do they always have to be so crude? I don't know. Oh, and to answer your question as to why they have to be so crude, you need to ask your good friend. Sarah I know. Gamble. I know. It's because Sarah Gamble doesn't know how to write. <laughs> oh, so salty. Is Sam the only one who says Latin, does the exorcism these days? I feel like I don't really see Dean doing the exorcism. 
doesn't do the exorcisms a lot. That's weird. Especially considering uh, Jared's pronunciation of the Latin. I know that we don't know how Latin is supposed to be pronounced. I just know but it's I'm, not like that. <laughs> I know, yeah. We know it's not that. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like this episode. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because it's so once again, very... Dean is just a, a jerk. It's so very obvious that Sarah Gamble wrote it. She just doesn't know how to write Dean. Or people. Or people. Dean or women, because Dean is sometimes feminine coded. <laughs> Let's just Let's just be real. Yeah. What was that face? Yeah, I don't know. Is it just yeah, is it just weird? Did Sam make a weird face? He made a face like he got what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to say to someone, no, we're very smart. You're not smart. <laughs> Please go away. <laughs> the doctor is my new favorite. Although I do have to say that's interesting that they do that. Have you heard that? It's an urban legend of somebody getting their kidney taken out and waking up in a bathtub of ice in a hotel. Mm -hmm. That's like a real, like, in our world urban legend. Right, right. So I think it's neat that they... That they pulled an urban legend into the... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they've done that in a while. Why are they both written bad? I don't know. That Yeah. I wish I could see this guy. What's with the... I'm already mad at this episode. <laughs> this is the most boring cinematography so mad. Uh, Chuck. Can I call you Chuck? I can, because you're not here. <laughs> Look at He's got a Apple Watch before Apple Watches. Or a thing? Or what are the things that you wear? The Fitbits. That's what I was thinking of. I was just going to say a smartwatch. Yeah. I love when people are getting, like healthy and they're like I need to get one of those Fitbits I was like you know it doesn't force you to exercise right it just tells you that you're not <laughs> right yeah mine mine yells at me when I'm sitting for too long Ugh. see that just sounds annoying to me it is but it, luckily it has an ignore feature then why have it <laughs> why have it sorry I can't watch <laughs> yeah I told you it was gross I remembered what it was Oh, I do have a neat little piece of trivia, though, for the guy that plays our good doctor here. Mm -hmm. um, focus on me. <laughs> the guy who plays the good doctor here kind of freaked Jensen out. Really? Because <laughs> I think he, he said something about how, like, having that, like, sewn together, like, Frankenstein yeah. kind of face. I think that was kind of like a thing for, for him as a kid, maybe. Like, so that when he saw the actual actor all done up like that, it was kind of like, Ooh. yeah, it freaked him out. What is that chandelier? Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is when we introduced Rufus? Apparently. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was this early. Do we see him or are we just talking about him? I think we see him. That's so sad that you haven't seen him for 15 years. You're best friends. 
as far as the fandom's concerned. <laughs> I'm okay with you killing Bella. What did you say? Sorry. I said, I'm okay with you killing Bella. I didn't like that line delivery, Jared. I'm gonna have to ding you for that. I'm so distracted by the fact that they put mirrors and then they had to cover up the mirrors so you couldn't see the reflection. In case you saw the cameras, and it's bothering right. me. Okay, I think our brains went to the same place. I gotta say, though, this little conversation is the first time that Dean sounded like Dean. It's true. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. He passed right by him. Whoa, look at that green hallway. Hot damn. It's super green. So. <laughs> I love Rupa so much. <laughs> Are you eating cereal? It looks like it. I don't know why that's funny to me that he's just Grumpy holding full of cereal. How's he in cereal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rufus kills me. I love him so much. It's like two thirds of that bottle gone. Yep. <laughs> it's Dean, the functional alcoholic. Fair. Oh god, he's so pretty. Look at him. <laughs> Come on, look at him. The rest of this is so gross. I can enjoy Jensen's pretty it's face. True. That looks like iced tea. I don't know if it's the glass or if it's what they actually used. That's what I was in a play in high school, and that's what one of the characters had to drink mm-hmm. and just be drunk all the time. And that's what it was. It was iced tea, and then she had to pee. All the time. <laughs> we used Coke in a, like, a carafe for coffee. Because when we did mash, that was so disgusting. Because it was sticky. And we didn't really clean it out that well. Because we were stupid teenagers. And it was disgusting. Is that supposed to be a regular map? Because it was just of this area. And it says Pennsylvania at the top. Also, what makes him think he can handle Bella since he hasn't really handled her up until this point? He's a dumbass. <laughs> I feel like that's not true. I feel like ear prints are not a thing in England, but now I have to Google it. Cool. He's right, though. If you're changing your look, what's the last thing you would think to change? Your ears. Well, they're a thing. This is another episode where nothing happens. Why I'm googling ear prints. <laughs> I'm reading the Wikipedia article about it. I love you, sir. What? I said that guy looks dead. Although he's probably gonna sit up or something and jump scare you. By you, I mean us. By that, I mean probably me. Any other caveats on that sentence? I was wrong, so it's fine. I mean, I feel like we're still going to get a jump scare here pretty soon. Because apparently I don't remember this episode very well. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Oh, like, I don't oh know where god. They oh my god. Oh my god. Well, you gotta be Absolutely gross. not. What is she wearing? I don't know. I can't see. She's wearing like this long white dress. I think she's got a sheet on her. And a white, like it's a white top. There's still 15 minutes left. I think we wrap up Bella at the end of this episode, so we've actually got a lot to do. 
Considering that nothing fucking happens in this episode. Oh, yeah, you were right. I was right. Oh, about her. Yeah, she had a sheet on her. What is wrong with her? I don't know. There was something wrong with her arm. Oh my God. Couldn't really hear that, huh? Couldn't hear me? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, just... Oh, God. Do nope. you think that was going to do something? The guy's been alive for, like, hundreds of years. And then somebody in this hotel calls the cops because guns are loud. Yeah. Sounded like you said shitty. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I really hate Sarah Gamble. Yeah. Sure do. Are we done yet? Jesus Christ. I know. Just shoot her. I don't care. She's going to get shot in Batman versus Superman anyway. I forget about the fifth Great Lake, that it goes all the way over to Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the one that touches us. I don't give a shit about it. (laughs) How? Dean goes, what do you mean no? It's like, hey, you draw me a diagram of how, and we'll kill him. Yeah. Sam's still rocking the Blackberry. Oh, God. I don't like that shot at all. I this is a gross episode, man. Is he taking his eyeballs? Yeah. What he wants to do? Yeah. Oh. Sure is. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. Is that how chloroform works? I'm gonna be real with you, Sarah. Not up on my uses of chloroform. I mean, why not? That's what happened uh, in the movie Death Becomes Her. Never seen that movie. They um, take a thing that makes them live forever. They're young and beautiful forever. Yeah. Except they both die, but they're immortal, so they can't die. Yeah. So then they have to do this. (laughs) If they hadn't have died, then they could have stayed young and beautiful forever. (laughs) But they're catty bitches. So. Meryl Streep and somebody, right? Goldie Hawn. Meryl Streep, uh, Goldie Hawn, and Bruce Willis. Thank you for the fade to black. Oh, this is like my worst nightmare. Why did they give him matches? He might have just had them on him. Mm. You know what? After 15 years of Supernatural, guy's still down there. This is terrifying. This is definitely more in the horror movie aesthetic of the show. But, like, the kind of horror movie I don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Great. <sighs> like, it's too late for me to feel sorry for her. Well, also, I. I should have took notes. I was... That was really loud. <laughs> that was so loud. That was unnecessary, I sir. I don't want to watch the next episode. Re-record. I'm not re-recording shit. Are you kidding me? Welcome back to the podcast with your full dose of vitamin A. I don't know. I was trying to think what does vitamin A do? 
I was going to ask you. Let me Google it. Cool. I can still hear your cat. Can you still hear? Yes. (laughs) So annoying. Vitamin A is important to vision, growth, cell division, reproduction, and immunity. Well, great. That actually is on theme for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) You were accidentally brilliant. The only way I'm brilliant is on accident. <laughs> I didn't take any notes. I thought about it and then I didn't. I um so this was a gross episode. Very gross. Where it was it was gross and nothing happens. Which might be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dr. Frankenstein killing people. Stealing their kidneys. To keep um, himself immortal. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. Um, I got the boys fighting some more. Dean not being like Dean, because... Because why, Gamble. Sarah? Because yeah, freaking like... Sarah Gamble. <laughs> uh, we meet Rufus for the first time. That's cool. We saw Bobby for half a second. Mm-hmm. I love Rufus. I think he's great. He's angry. He's just angry <laughs> eating cereal in his rundown house. I don't know why it was so funny to me that he was just like, he just had a bowl of cereal or he was answering the door. Maybe because cereal is like one of, a very non-aggressive food and he's just being so combative. <laughs> um... Yeah, we had Rufus with the cereal, um, and Sam thinks that he's gonna get them to be immortal, and then that will make it so they can't get dragged to hell because he doesn't know how supernatural shit works. Yeah, I still understand his logic that somehow this potion or serum or whatever the doctor had was gonna mm-hmm. somehow make Dean immortal so then he wouldn't go to hell. Like, I don't understand the reasoning. Because he couldn't die. Oh, that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's dumb. (laughs) Um, It is dumb. And Dean didn't want to do it. So they didn't. Instead, they buried Dr. Frankenstein. I can't remember what the doctor's name was. Uh, Instead, they buried Dr. Frankenstein in a refrigerator. Um... Wrapped in chains, where he will remain for until the heat death of the universe, I guess. Yeah. Couldn't they just, like, wouldn't, isn't it like a zombie? Couldn't they just, like, you smush the brain and then gone? Yes? I don't know. Well, because he managed to somehow replace his own heart. Does he replace his brain, though? Because if he does that, you can't do that, because then he's not himself. Because that's where all the you is it's up here. That's a very interesting point. Um, that's an interesting point. I guess, yeah, they could have just tried cutting his head off. Oh, maybe you're just quiet. All right, so we um, we don't kill Dr. Frankenstein in the very obvious way, the same way you kill zombies. Headshot. Squish the brain. I like that we keep saying squish the brain. (laughs) 
as if that's a thing that people say. It makes me think of Firefly. She says bullet in the vein, brain. What did she say? Bullet? Oh, brain. yeah. Makes the brain go sw- squish. Something like that, yeah. Um, I wish we had watched that instead. This was gross. <laughs> uh, also, Bella, which we will have to talk about for 500 years. Yes. Because dear Christ, was that bad? Yeah. I I have a lot of thoughts. I have so many thoughts. All right, let's get to writing. But and the end of the episode, Bella's dead. She's going to hell, and we're gonna feel good about that? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know how this episode. That's the problem. I don't know how this episode wants me to feel about Bella. I don't know how this entire season wants me to feel about Bella. It really, yeah. 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 I don't know how this season wants me to feel about Dean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna gonna put this thought out there. If if it weren't for this, how Dean was set up in the previous two seasons, and I just had this season to go off of, of what his character is, I would have no clue who he was or what he was about. I, like, how I'm supposed to feel about him, how I'm supposed to feel about him going to hell, I would have no idea, and I don't think I'd like him as much. It's a valid point. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. All right. Um, I'm trying to... I, I'm doing I'm doing something else. <laughs> doing something other than this podcast? No, I'm I'm doing something else in relation to um how I am looking up my Excel spreadsheet, my dreaded Excel spreadsheet. Um, all right. So our ratings for time is on my side. Which I think is another Led Zeppelin song. I'll look it up later. Um, my overall is a four. Sarah's is also a four. Monster of the Week was a six. Because no, you know what? It's going to be a five. Because <laughs> he's just gross. Um, supporting cast is a five. Mostly because I like Rufus. <laughs> Ah, that's it. That's all I got. Writing is a three because Jesus Christ, Sarah Gamble, what the fuck? Um, cinematography was a six. I mean, there, there, there were shots where I could tell that they were trying something to kind of like make it very horror, horror y, and like leave you off balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't like it. Uh, the feels or the laughs is a three, because, I don't know, there was that thing with the conversation with Sam and Dean. In that one scene where they split up, and that was it. And they tried to make us feel things for Bella. Except we don't know what we're feeling for Bella, and we're going to talk about it a lot. Because we always talk about Bella a lot. 
right. And the main cast was six. Because they did fine. Jared had a couple of clunky line reads, but overall, I thought he did fine. Jensen did the best he could with out-of-character Dean. I don't know. And uh, minus five points. Uh, What did I say they were all for? The blow-up dolls. (laughs) The blow-up dolls. The unnecessary uh, demon being a creep in the beginning. Dean being a weirdo. Do her ear. All right. Um, <laughs> that whole thing. Um, and then uh, I took away two points because of all the really gross stuff that I don't like. It should be that should actually um, be good for the show because it is. I want to point out a horror show. <laughs> That's the premise of Supernatural. Is it horror? Yes. <laughs> Very definitively, yes. All right. Um. Hey, editing Kylie here. Uh, I just wanted to say that one of those points that I just mentioned was actually supposed to be about Bella's storyline and the uh, terrible trope that it is, the unfortunate trope that it is. We're going to talk about it in just a minute. I just wanted to clarify that. Oh, yeah, I, already ch- I only changed one. All right, so that gives... Time is on my side. A three, a three. <laughs> I'm tired, man. A thirty-one out of a possible eighty points, which puts it just above Malice Maleficarum, the one with the witches. Thank you. <laughs> I could see on your face that you did not know what I was talking about. I was, and right, oh, we couldn't pronounce it, but that's, but uh, that's all I could remember. <laughs> And right under uh, Magnificent Seven, where it belongs. All right, so, Sarah, mm-hmm. what did you think? I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, cool. it was gross. There was too many parts that I couldn't watch because it was too gross for me personally to watch. So that's an immediate, uh, that's an immediate strike against it. <sighs> Sarah Gamble doesn't know how to write people. Period. Period. So, Dane was out of character. Uh, it was too late in the game for us to feel bad about Bella, and to introduce the, her and to reveal her entire. They they reveal the purpose for why she is the way she is literally two minutes before she dies. Why? I hate it. I hate it. Fucking supernatural. Fucking Bella. <laughs> It's just fucking Bella. Just, um, well, it's like the. I didn't like the reason they gave her either. Because in my. I had a thing in my memory that she was like trying to save a brother or a sister or something. That would have been neat. And I was like okay with that. But the fact that her story is she made a deal when she was like, I don't know, 12 at the oldest? Four, that, 14. Oh, 14. They did say 14 in the show, didn't they? They did. <laughs> I mean, she made a deal when she was 14 to kill her parents because her father was assaulting her. That's like, that. <sighs> it's, it just... yeah, it's that thing that you see a lot where they're like trying to 
explain or justify a woman who is mean or bad or evil or whatever. And they're like, ah, the reasoning is because she was sexually assaulted. Women can have other types of trauma. Like, I don't know why. It's a real cheap shot. It is. And I didn't like it then. And I don't like it now. Because, see, you because you asked about it earlier on the season, and I didn't tell you because I remembered the conclusion of Bella's story. Yeah. Um, because it bothers me so much. So I, I knew this was coming, and I was just like... Because ah. it is. It is trying to get you sympathy points. Here's the thing that occurred to me while we were watching it. Okay, so we have we have two scenes with Bella. We have the one where Dean confronts her in her hotel room and the one where she comes back and tries to kill the boys, but they're not where she thinks they are. So in that first scene, we learn her backstory. And we're supposed to feel bad for her, correct? Because that's how you feel for that kind of storyline. Yeah. Except we hate Bella because she's written like a piece of shit throughout this entire season. Anyway, but you're supposed to feel bad for her. And then she comes and she's just going to kill the boys. Which you're like, well, that's not great. And we're not supposed to like that because the boys are the heroes. Um, and then when she gets when she talks to Dean on the phone, she really breaks down in a way we have not seen her throughout the entire show and haven't even seen an inkling of like, she's like that throughout the show. Of course, Mm -hmm. she's not like anything because she's like everything. Um, And it just, I don't know, the juxtaposition of all of this just really, it was so disjointed in my head. Like we are supposed to feel bad for her and then we're supposed to agree with Dean I'm assuming like oh if you had come to us in the first place we would have helped you so does that make us feel justified in the fact that this woman that now we have to feel bad for because he gave her that cheap shot um is going to hell well and I have to say that we have no like I can't even say that Dean is right in saying we would have helped you because their relationship has been all of this animosity. Like, they're never happy to see each other. You know what I mean? Like, maybe in the very beginning, if she had been straight with them. I think yeah. that's what he, I think that's what he means. Like, when we first met you, instead of being an asshole to us, you could have been like, hey, I need help, and I know you guys are good, or whatever, you know? I don't know. But, yeah, and I mean, you could kind of argue that, you know, she's literally two minutes from death, so she's desperate. So she's going to start crying and say, I need help. But it isn't executed well in the writing. The acting's fine, but it's just too, like, I think also you could put the element of, like, they're trying to do a lot in the four episodes they have, you know, like. Well, that's the thing. They really tore her down. I'm not going to say that she was in a good place before this episode because she wasn't. But she's supposed to be this very self-possessed woman, very forceful, aggressive, you know, and she is, both of these scenes are just meant to tear her down. 
Yeah. And it's like, cool. Cause I th- you did that, and then you sent her to fucking hell. I think the problem was they were trying to justify Dean not helping her. But at the same well, time, also... They don't, make- have to, they don't have to justify that because they don't know how to help her. They don't right. know how to help Dean. They don't have right. to justify that because they don't know what to do. There's no justification needed. You could just be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you. We're both going to hell. Sucks. Sorry, yeah. bye. See ya in a week or whatever right. when my contract's up. But I I think they were just trying to do two contradictory things at the same time, and it, it just doesn't work. You're supposed to feel bad that she's going to die, but you're not supposed to feel bad that Dean's letting her die. I wouldn't have felt bad. I just, I don't like that that's... Because that is what that is. Like I, like I said, they use that a lot, the sexual assault for... Um, overly aggressive women essentially mm-hmm. and it is it isn't they say like oh that's why she had to you know harden herself or whatever whatever justification but what it really is that trope is tearing a strong woman down mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened in this episode like uh, like her last moments are her sobbing like a child yeah it's not good. And you don't have to get, and it's just, I mean, you don't give, if she were a strong male character, she wouldn't need a backstory. She could just be a strong male character. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So just let strong female characters be strong female characters. Or be, you know, they can be. And you could still have her, like, make the, you could still have her make the demon deal. And even still have it be her parents. But have it be like she's fourteen. She doesn't know what the fuck she's agreeing to because she's right. a dumb kid. Right. And it could be like a total accident, and she actually does feel bad because she did that to her parents, and she didn't mean right. to. Right. I just made a better story that in five seconds of thinking about this than Sarah Gamble did with I don't know whatever fucking time and money that she had after the writer strike came back it could i really like that idea like it could have just been a mistake as a child like that would have made her story so much more compelling right she's trying to fix and you and that's the other thing that would have made me feel more sorry for her well and it also explains why she's been collecting stuff and why she does the way what she does because she's trying to find a way out yeah i mean that is the it it's that's the inferred reason but yeah you don't even really have to change anything except for no assault yeah that's it she could have just been mad at her parents and didn't understand a demon took advantage of her because it's a demon like i said i would have felt more sympathy for her if that was the thing if like i did this and it was an accident i would have felt i would have been like oh yeah i might turn evil if I did something so terrible and it was an accident and I didn't mean to. And then it's like fucked up my entire life and afterlife. Are we supposed to infer that she knew what she was doing? Because up until this point, in order to make a demon deal, you have to bury the box at a crossroads. It doesn't just happen. That's true. 
So are we, I'm assuming they just forgot because it's Sarah Gamble. But, and it's also supernatural. They forget their own lore sometimes. Dude, it's season three. We have, we haven't heard of continuity. We don't know her here. She doesn't go here. She's at a different school. She doesn't even know. No, no, no. Continuity has never stepped foot into season three. Because I was, I was thinking like the first instance of the demon deal, you kind of get the sense that the, because it's the blue singer, right? That's the first time we, he doesn't really understand what he's doing. Well, technically the first one is John with the yellow eyes. But you don't know that's what he's doing. Yeah. So like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense then that this demon just shows up. They do kind of keep with that idea though, because Crowley does that quite a bit, where he just shows up. Because I think that would be so much more interesting in either scenario, either as a girl who's being assaulted or just a girl who's mad at her parents finds this thing in a book. And is- well, that would be interesting. But now that I'm thinking about it, going back to the blues episode, that's what the guy said. Remember, because they have all these people that their contracts are coming up. It's been 10 years. The guy who actually like buried the stuff at the crossroads, he made the deal. And then that's what he said. He said that the demons hung around. It, he's, oh. The demons stuck around and made okay. more deals. Okay. So... Maybe the implication is that it, the demon was around just dealing and yeah. saw the sad kid and was like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I'll kill your parents for you. And then you'll go to hell. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It would have been, I just can't get over just, how more, much more interesting it would have been had it just been an accident she made as a child. It would have made sense. It would have stuck with the continuity of what, I mean, what little continuity we have with Bella. (laughs) Um, The characterization of this fucking character. I just, oh my god. Yeah, it would have checked all the boxes. You could have even ended it the same way. It's just this one change. And yeah, I would have actually felt bad for her. Yeah. Instead, I feel, instead, I see the writer too much, Sarah Campbell. Mm -hmm. Instead, I see the writer too much making a choice when what I should be seeing is the characters making their own choices. Like, I'm just, the minute I saw that flashback, I just felt tired. Like, of course, this is what we're doing. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of all this bullshit and i know 2022 especially now right now in 2022 is different than 2008 but still i mean there are still areas where we still have problems with that but now now people call it out more like even even back then i i didn't know i didn't know how to put into words why i disliked bella so much and now picking it apart, I see that it's so obvious why I wouldn't like her because she's not a well-written character. Everyone had their own ideas and they couldn't bring everyone put their everyone put their greasy fingerprints all over her. Nobody had a plan. 
and they could they did and then they ended it this way and i like even back in the day when i didn't realize that this was a trope and that this was a problem like i didn't realize that the first time i watched this episode yeah even then i felt icky i didn't like this yeah I didn't think it was the right answer, and I was just like, well, I guess she's gone, and I'm glad, because I don't like the character. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it just, it was just bad. It just wasn't a good ending. It didn't make me feel how they wanted me to feel. And and the thing is, you could tell what they wanted, when you can tell what they want you to feel, but that's not the emotion you're getting, you know it's bad. (laughs) Again, it's like you see the writer making the choice for the character as opposed to the character making a choice. Mm-hmm. That's never a good thing. Right. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. And then Dean's characterization was all over the place. I don't think we were recording when I said this was like, this is one of the instances where Dean is a caricature of the way the writers think Dean is rather than the character that has actually been built up to this point. Yeah, because he was making a lot of, it's whenever he's like being kind of crude or just stupid. (laughs) When they make him too stupid, when they make him too lewd. In, in, instances there are times where he makes crass jokes and i i do feel like yep that's dean he's just a moron yeah um there are times but then there are times where he makes those kind of jokes and it's like this is not the time nor the place i feel like dean would know that right um i was thinking about it this this feels you said this, and then you reached for your cat. I was like, is she part of your point? No, she was about to be a pain. Um, this feels like another filler episode. What did I say? That's what I said last week, that these two are filler episodes, and then we have the finale next week. Right, like, this does not feel like an episode before the finale. The only thing that we learn that feeds into the finale is the fact that Lilith holds the contract. That's the only thing that really feeds into this finale i mean it sets up a really good finale again finales are what supernatural excels at except for the final finale season 15 notwithstanding finales are what supernatural does well and that's why i watched all of them is because i kept seeing these season finales and was like Oh my god, okay, I guess I'm in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I would always feel that way. Like, I would be kind of tired of the season, and then the season finale would come, and I'd be like, I gotta see I what know. happens. I gotta know what happens with that. Yeah, nothing happened in this episode. It really didn't. It really was. I feel like I feel like this was a mashup of two different scripts. I think they had the script where they deal with Bella's storyline and they finish her up and then this crazy idea that Sam has to try and save Dean I feel like those were two different and that's what I think that as they were splitting up I was like this is where the script splits (laughs) this is where this was the script and this was the script and we just mushed them together that actually we didn't have time that actually would make a lot of sense if that's the case. 
Yeah, because they're very disjointed. Because when I was surprised, I was like, oh, this is when Rufus gets introduced. Even though I remembered, I remembered the guy, the doctor. I even remembered that that um, Jogger and his, the whole, you didn't watch it, but the whole thing where he gets his heart taken out. I remembered that whole thing because it's hard to forget that scene. Um, but I, I didn't remember that. I kind of remember this is when we cleared up Bella, but I couldn't remember how, and I couldn't remember that Rufus was in it. I didn't remember that Bobby called them. I like it's because it was it's so disjointed from the other. Yeah, and the other had much more visceral visuals for me to remember. <laughs> Do you know what happened to that girl Sam rescued? Was there like a throwaway line of like, yeah, I just got back from the hospital? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Who cares? I was just curious. Nobody cares. <laughs> least of all, least of all the writers of Supernatural. <laughs> Your arch nemesis. She really is. I just find it funny that you guys have the same name. <laughs> I, You know what? For some reason, it doesn't feel like we have the same name, but I think it's because I know we spell it so differently. Yeah. She spells it with an E. So it's S-E-R-A. That's the weirdest spelling of Sarah I've ever seen in my life. I think that's how she spells her name. I think it is too. And I don't see that as being the same as... Like how I separate... Like how I separate myself from Kylie Jenner. See, and I don't think of you two having the same name either. Because it's spelled different. (laughs) Because I have the correct spelling and every other Kylie in existence doesn't know how to spell (laughs) their name. (laughs) You've been warned, other Kylie's. <laughs> K-Y? How does that make sense? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's Riley with a K. How difficult is that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we want to talk about anything other than this episode. <laughs> I just, it was real gross. I And I'm, I'm kind of warring with myself about the fact that I don't generally like horror movies. And the fact that this was very much in the vein of, like, yes, we're trying to tell a horror movie story within just, like, a 45-minute episode Mm -hmm. of television. So I, I kind of, like, I'm kind of going back and forth of, like, it was really gross, but, like, horror movies are like that, and... I don't know. I actually do think, even though you couldn't watch it, and I wasn't really watching it, but I remember how it goes. I actually do think that the whole sequence with um, the jogger that got his heart cut out, I actually thought that was really good. With the with the Fitbit? Yeah, it wasn't a Fitbit because Fitbits weren't a thing yet. But <laughs> yeah, with the heart thing. Yes. I think that sequence worked really well. It was really gross. It was really creepy. It was really scary. So, like, I'm really torn on the gross imagery of this episode. I know you... But that's because you really don't like horror movies. I I can appreciate a horror movie from time to time. The closest thing I will ever get to watching a horror movie, I think, on that scale, is Repo. Because that movie's gross. Repo the Genetic Opera. It Super is. gross, but I can stand to watch it. Most of it. Some of it I can't watch. But I enjoy it. Like, I obviously, I watch that movie a lot. But that's the closest to, like, a gross horror-esque movie that I will watch. 
I but yeah, I don't like horror movies, so I don't watch them. Zyde Drake comes in a little glass vial. <laughs> I actually have watched it in a long time. I should watch it again. <laughs> That's the only part of that movie I like is Grave Robber. Um He is the best part. He is. Um Yeah, whereas one of my favorite movies of all time is Silence of the Lambs. Um <laughs> Because I'm insane. (laughs) (laughs) Just our favorite movies just show how different we are. Because, like, one of my favorite movies of all time is Singing in the Rain. That's, like, two ends of the spectrum. (laughs) One of my favorite movies of all time is The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) I'm just an insane person. (laughs) You just have a varied uh, of tastes. I really do. Yeah, um... So I, I kind of hand it to him, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, this is scary. But then we had to take this little detour for to wrap up the Bella storyline. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Rufus. That's cool. I like that. I like him, and he will come back into the narrative. Um, yeah. So it's not more... a, it's not a well constructed horror movie. If it, if that is that. So I don't know. I don't. I guess since I know that they can do that well to a point where I actually like that, I guess that is a detriment to this episode that I didn't like this episode, and it was gross. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. I did take away points for it though, but that's mostly because I just wanted to take away points from this episode. You could take away the points on my behalf. How about that? All right, on Sarah's behalf. Because there was literally at least two scenes that I physically physically could not watch. I I know. The way I have focus focus on the me. one just where the, I hit behind my computer. Just you and, and me. The other one where I had the hand up, so all I could see were the subtitles because I couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah. Um, it's because this stupid show. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about season three as a whole anyway. But yeah, this I think the unevenness of this episode is just completely indicative of the unevenness of the entire season. The yeah. mischaracterization of everyone. Like I said, Bella is is anything, so she is nothing. Yeah, she's she's everything, so she can't be anything well. Yeah. And it, it it really was a missed opportunity. How many times have we fixed her character throughout this entire season? Just these small tweaks that we've yeah. been making to her character. And it would have been great. People would have fucking loved it. I mean, some people still wouldn't have liked her, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have fixed it. And the actors could have done it. She's a fine actress. Like, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. She could have been a good character if she had been handled by good writers. Consistently. Nothing with it. Again. (laughs) Consistency. We don't know her. We don't know her. We don't know her. (laughs) Not in this season. No, sir. (laughs) I just... I think Bella was really the only woman. Other than the woman that we don't know what happened to because fuck her. Sam rescued her. That's all we need to know. We think. We're going to assume. 
That was gross. That was gross. The poor. Actress. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna say what was happening to her arm because it's gross. Um, and there wasn't any music that I could hear that wasn't like just background orchestral music. Nope. These last two episodes, they weren't worth the the needle drop, as I'm hearing now more often with licensed music. They weren't worth it. They weren't. I. Oh, I was gonna look that up. I'm almost positive that time uh, is on my side is a Led Zeppelin song, which you will never hear on Supernatural. Well, it's because uh, Supernatural. Because Led's. Well, because oh, it's ro- no, it's Rolling Stones. I'm so sorry, it's Rolling Stones, not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Time is on my side is the title. It is a Rolling Stones song. I knew it was somebody's song. <laughs> um, yeah, Led Zeppelin, you're never going to hear because Led Zeppelin doesn't license their music out for anyone. They're very, 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 very selective. Will it ever become public domain? I mean, they still own the rights. They're still alive. Well, I mean, I guess my question <laughs> is when they die, <laughs> will it become public domain? It depends on what I it depends on what the mouse can squeeze out of our governments as far as copyright laws. You know I'm fucking right. I know you are. Disney is screwed up like fair use copyright uh public domain. They have just fucked it up for everyone. And the bitch of it is is that's how they've made their money. I mean is using those stories. I think that's a whole other rant for another day, because I'm tired. I, I know. I know. And I'm not... That's not to say that I don't like Disney movies. I, I We were just talking about Thor. I love Marvel. It's just... It sucks that they own everything, and, like, you can't consume media without coming across them. Like, you would just yeah. have to not like movies anymore. Yeah. Which I just can't do. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, so I don't know. But yeah, they're still very much alive and they still have um, rights to their... A lot of musicians lose the rights to their music. Or they, I shouldn't say lose. They sell their rights to their music. Um, but Led Zeppelin has not. They have a iron fist on their catalog. So I actually... Speaking of Thor, I actually heard that... Because they use the immigrant song in Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard... Because they play it twice in the movie. And some I just heard a thing that said they were they were always planning on playing the actual song in that first instance and then in the second like that final climactic battle after he loses his fucking eye um spoilers for Ragnarok I guess <laughs> <laughs> when he comes down what they wanted to do was to i don't know if re- remix it or re-record it with more of an orchestral background to it but again, to do something like that, you have to ask the person who has the rights to the music. And they right. asked them, and they were like, absolutely not. You cannot do that. And I was like, how cool would that have been if it was the Immigrant Song, but it was like this like movie soundtrack, like orchestral backing yeah, instead of just the song. Like, I love that song. Don't get me wrong. But cinematically, that would have been really cool. So... I don't know, for better or for worse. But yeah, the, there was just implied music. No actual music in this episode. 
and I didn't hear any of the score. I, it just, I sounds... just don't care. <laughs> it was just like general background score. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. I we talked about the one woman and the glorified extra. Yeah, I'm good. Nothing else I, to talk about. I, I think that's it. I got we got more um with the boys airing. I've seen so many like interviews and stuff. I've gotten more people just gushing about Jensen. It just adds to my pile of everyone who meets Jensen Ackles immediately falls in love with him just a little bit. Just a little bit. Everyone. You are not immune to the Ackles. <laughs> it was just cute. Because um, Kripke always, he gushed about him on Supernatural. He's gushing about him now. I don't know, Sarah. I've lost all will. All right, let's let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I'm done. I'm done. going to get out my uh, new crochet book and try some stuff out. Because I'm an 81-year-old grandma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can drop us a line at checking the, checking the review at gmail.com or visit our Tumblr at uh, SPN, you're so stupid. It will be in the description because of how I spelled it. <laughs> I could always change it, and I just don't. I think it's fine. You don't go to our Tumblr. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so offended. That was amazing, Sarah. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh god alright fine Sarah Sarah is constantly on our tumblr I wouldn't go that far I am corrected <laughs> I'm not even constantly on our tumblr um oh god we'll be back next week with the finale of this stitched together Frankenstein fucking season finally at the end Finally, so that'll be that'll be fun for all of us, and I'm I'm really excited. All right, that's it. Thanks for everything. Remember, always pack a snack. Good advice. It is. No matter where you go. Say goodbye, Sarah. <laughs> goodbye, Sarah.